Hello and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. So this week I'm talking about silence and the stories that are in silence, the things that we can learn from the silence and why we are running away from it. Yesterday, I challenged you to think about the silence for yourself and the stories that are there that are resonating, that are beneath the surface and how you can be congruent with those stories so you can begin to change because it's all about that. Otherwise, why would we want to know the stories? We need to rewrite the stories, restorative storytelling, move on and, and create new cycles and patterns that are healthier in our, in our homes, in our families, in our own lives. Today, I'm talking about the silence of other women. When the twins were about two and a half, we became pregnant again. Well, I became pregnant again. And with my body, I show early. I discovered that. And I had morning sickness. And so the inevitable happens. People find out. I wasn't hiding. But the ones who were looking would know, would find out. And they did. So two women came to me for a church. And they said, Joe, they said, are you pregnant? And I said, yes. And they looked at each other with glee because they had confirmed, I had confirmed what they've been thinking or maybe gossiping or talking about. My answer confirmed their suspicions, I imagine. And as I looked at them, look at each other with glee and, you know, they were almost shaking with excitement. So a couple of weeks later, or maybe a month or so later, I had a miscarriage and those women were silent and the silence was painful. I waited for them to come to me. I talked about the miscarriage in a group and I waited for them to come and neither of them came to me. And that silence was painful. They weren't the only two women who wanted to know if I was pregnant. There There were more and no one came. But these two were significant for me because they were the first that came. And we had a conversation that I knew a part of me knew that it wasn't a caring conversation. Like they weren't asking questions because they were caring women who wanted to guide me as older women through a pregnancy, but they just wanted information. And I was, I was used to sharing things that I didn't mind people knowing, but it still hurt. The silence hurt. Why were they so anxious to know that I was pregnant, but they were silent when I was grieving that silent hurt for a long time. That silence hurt for a long time until I realized that people don't always know what to say when someone suffer a loss like I did. And there are times when I am silent and maybe people need something from me and I don't know what to give when they've experienced a loss. But maybe I expected something because they'd come to me when they, when they thought I was pregnant to confirm And as I speak to other women, I realize that a lot of women experience miscarriage, but never speak of it. And as I grieve, I felt oddly like I was doing too much. These other women just got on with with it. Why was I making a big deal of, of it? Sometimes I felt that way when there were certain things that I couldn't do. There were certain songs that I couldn't listen to. There were times when I had to leave the room because I needed to cry. When I was being congruent with my grief, other people's silence Sometimes I felt odd that I was doing too much when other people were silent. But I still did it. I still grieved. I still talked about it. I'm a verbal reflector. And so I talk about what's going on when I feel safe, when I'm okay, when I don't really care or mind what other people think. I will share my story. I will talk. Sometimes for people who don't know how to do that or is choosing not to do it, it can be uncomfortable, 
but I still do. So I talked. I marked the time. I acknowledge what would have been a birth month. And I still talk about the pregnancy. I still acknowledge it. I talk to the children about it. I still do. I won't be silent as I talk about an experience that was deeply impacting for me. I'm going to be congruent and I'm going to be okay with what's going on. But I was amazed at the silence that is surrounding this. So many women would come to me afterwards and say, that happened to me two, three times, but never anything. And I imagine that people deal with things like this, this kind of loss in different ways. People grieve in different ways. People see it in different ways. What was amazing to me was the, 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 the almost... Uh, the acceptance or the, not acceptance, maybe for want of a better word, but the way I grieved openly, it was a challenge for some because they did not see the need to grieve. And so as we talked about silence with self and the silence of the other women and how I don't believe I can get support if nobody know I need support. If no one knows that there's something that's happening with me, then they can't help me. When I talk to women about when you are sad, what are the things that you need from people? Sometimes they don't know because we are not taught how to own our needs, how to acknowledge it and how to express it. And when I say, well, how can other people know when you're sad and what can they do to help you? There's a, there's a often a, a disconnect there. It's they don't know. And so we have to help them to learn what is it that I need when I'm sad? And, and what is it that I need from other people that when I'm sad? And what do I need from myself when I'm sad? I really didn't need confirmation from the other women, but I needed a, an acknowledgement because they had such interest in the pregnancy earlier. And as I said, that's why their silence hurt. So if you are, if you have been, if you've experienced a loss like that, like mine, or indeed any loss, and you feel you're in a community where it doesn't feel okay to be open and honest and there's silence around you. What do you need from others and how can they help you? What is it that will help you to talk about your loss if that's what you choose to do? What do you need from other people? And are there people that are safe enough to give that? Though these women were silent, there are others that listened, there are others that supported, there are others that comforted, there are others that listened to me talk about it for years, not ongoing, but at times when it was appropriate and necessary. If you're going through something and there's silence and the silence hurts, where else could you have those needs met? As you acknowledge that the silence hurts, where else could you not where where else could those needs be met? Is there anybody that, that's in your life that could perhaps help you to meet those needs? And if the answer is no, what could you do for yourself that could help to minister to those needs for you? As I said, I talked, I use music, I, I use silence, not the silence that is not acknowledging feelings, but the silence that allows me space to think and to feel and to cry and to grow. I talk when it was safe enough to do so. And the people were safe enough to listen. And one of the things that is important to bear in mind, Brene Brown says, not everybody earns the right to hear your story. And so you might not want to talk everywhere because these people have not earned the right to hear it. And you want to maintain 
a silence with them or boundary yourself to protect yourself. But if there are people that are willing to listen, there are spaces where you can talk or you can be silent. Use that space to ask for what you need. Be okay with your need. Your need is valid. Your need is valid. Whatever you need, it's okay to ask for that need to be met and to ask the right people or to meet that need for yourself in a way that is going to minister to you. I hope that you'll, there'll be spaces like that, that your need can be met. And if there isn't spaces like that, that you can create that space, you can meet that need for yourself, you can acknowledge the loss, and you can do things that are going to be soothing and comforting for yourself. Thank you for listening to this episode of Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join me on the next story.